Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Okay, here we go. Great big owl. <laughs> oh, that was a good episode. It was a really good episode. Thanks, mate. You're all right then. Have a good week. I'll all see you next us. time. Cheers now. Bye bye now. Bye bye. This is um, annoyingly fuck, really annoying because this is the only time I've ever controlled the mm-hmm. the buttons, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Well, no, no. I think you've done it once before. I'm sure someone who keeps the uh, ledgers of what happens on Cabin Fever will be able to tell us. But the important thing is that when I make a mistake is when you giggle like a proper 11-year-old child exactly. when I screw up. Yeah. <laughs> Tom's a fucking idiot. Really, really, there he is. The following podcast <laughs> is a member of the Great Big Owl family. <sighs> How's Cornwall? It is very nice at the moment. It's rather windy, and there's been a lot of the rain and some hail, which was all the lulls. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, but you know, we've it's been it's actually been quite. Oh, I'm reticent to say this, Dave, because obviously my. Um, my, my my comedy cliches lean on family being annoying and awful, but actually I really quite like them. They're quite nice people. Oh, and I've had a re- even the kids. Oh no 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 no! I'm talking about Beth and Polly. Oh, fine. Yeah no no, the kids are fucking assholes. Um, <laughs> and uh, no, actually, I've had a week just the four of us, and we haven't five of us, obviously. Uh, and I haven't we haven't well, obviously we've not been allowed to interact with anyone. We've just kind of no. been in this cottage by ourselves in a sort of with Nail and I. Yeah, I was going to say, is it? Yeah, it feels are like you're a, the farmer. A little bit. Yeah. Of that. And it's been really, really nice. I'm having a lovely time. I brought my kit down so I can do a bit of podcasting, do my, my radio show from down here. Yes, um, well, this is, I mean, this is a sort of completely unnecessary behind the scenes peak, but mm. this is currently serving as a pilot for a BBC radio show we have to record on Friday, isn't it? Uh, BBC um, Radio Wales is The Leak, which is available on all good platforms and the Daily Mail. So, <laughs> all the tabloids this week. All the tabloids. Oh, can we tell them about this or not? Yeah, why not? Well, so Dave and I have done this show for the best part of five or six years, which is a um, long that, mate. We're on season twelve. Oh, cock off! Are we really? Yeah, oh. I actually got an a, I got a an email from someone at BBC Wales last week saying you've made a typo you've put season 12 in the description of this and then he replied back to me it's like going oh fuck it is <laughs> like we're just like actually in season 12 just sort of sitting yeah. there absolutely still going. If we've got to 12 seasons, does that mean uh, The Leak with Tom Price, to give it its an original title? Which you, you over the years, you've sort of eroded with Tom Price element, but it's it's not The Leak if I'm not there, Dave. And uh, no. it's now got to series 12, which means it's it's bigger than Buffy. Um, it's six times bigger About than 40 Towers. Longer you know? than Buffy, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so we've got some way to go. We are also now about to fall off the cliff of sort of the universally agreed absolute last possible date that the simpsons was good do you know what i mean like there are some people mm. that would argue season 12 was still all right and there were still some good episodes in season 12 but wrong, after that it? it's like no there is not a human alive that that's, that's <laughs> well, fighting season 13 onwards this corner 
you know what? It's really funny watching that because the, obviously The Simpsons on Disney Plus is brilliant. You know, we haven't done a Disney Plus plug for a while, Dave. That's real sort of cabin fever old school, that. That's real <laughs> really retro is, yeah. cabin fevery stuff. But um, the uh, watching my kids who who don't know anything about, you know, the the um, the comings and goings of how comedy works or anything like that. They're just watching a funny show yeah. and watching their faces as The Simpsons get us rubbish was really very amusing indeed. Oh, did they, like, did oh. they notice it, did they? Yeah, big time. That's big interesting. Time. They absolutely smashed through the first few series. This was peak lockdown as well. We were watching loads of it and we were all really enjoying it. And then they just drifted when it just got weird and unfunny. I mean, it's, I mean I'm not going to make any comparisons to Cabin Fever, but it's it's really really funny to the way they look at me and go daddy, actually can I watch Teen Titans Go now? And and that's it. Teen Titans Go by the way. Fantastic. Yes, you've talked about this before and oh, I've still not got around to looking fantastic. at it yet. I will do. Get on it. Anyway, come on, we're trying to talk shop. Um so Dave and I are making a new series of the leak for BBC Radio Wales and we had our first episode back last week and there was a joke in the show made by the fabulous Leila Navabi, who's a brilliant writer and comedian. She did a little comedy monologue which was brill and uh, she made a joke about Prince Charles and Rishi Sunak uh, appearing to look quite similar. Mm. And the Daily Mail and various... The Sun. Uh, the Sun picked up first, didn't the they? The Sun. The Daily Mail. Yeah, apparently suddenly they're very... Well, can I can I say the words she used? I can, can't I, Dave? Because... Yeah. Okay. So she said she said that um, uh, Rishi Sunak looks like uh, Prince Charles might do in brown face, with a brown face on. Yeah. Right? That's what she said. And in the context of her thing and her bit, it was brilliant, very funny. Still, it's, it's a funny gag. And it also... So quite true. Um, and uh, the son had picked up on it. This is racist. The Daily Mail, this is racist. Um, and loads of different outlets have gone for it. Darren Grimes, I mean, proper Twitter uh, uh, gutterati. Mm. Uh, have all kicked off she's been, and poor Layla she's 22 she's 22 but my god she's dealing with it well isn't she Dave she's great, she's great. very well my favourite thing about the Darren Grimes in because uh, Darren Grimes was uh, investigated wasn't he by the Metropolitan Police yeah. for something he said he was for allowing David Starkey to be a batch oh that was, was a Starkey pig. thing yes yeah because he was the interviewer who who didn't that challenge right. Starkey when Starkey said some dis- disgusting things. And yeah, then he's yeah. tweeted, oh, I assume the Metropolitan Police are going to get involved in this, under which oh. is just a barrage of people going, Metropolitan Police is London, mate. It's BBC Radio Wales. <laughs> and it's yes. really just a really fun thing to watch. Oh, check your facts, Grimes. Uh, anyway, so away from uh, our, uh, our tabloid week. Mm. Um, I've been in Cornwall living the Metropolitan Elite dream well you threatened to do this in a field are you doing it in a field? no I I couldn't Dave I tried to I did a little test last night I walked up into a field with my airpods and my phone and the first thing that was a problem was the barrage of wind right if you've got a new car design and you want to test out its streamlinability then there's a field near me right now that I can recommend right okay you know how they do that? They put the wind tunnels. What I'm saying is like a wind tunnel. Yeah, that was yeah, a very yeah. long-winded. I got you. I mean, long-winded being an appropriate but accidental pun. Um, and uh, so that was the first problem because no, there's nothing worse than wind on an AirPod. I talked a couple of weeks ago about my dog's piss on an AirPod. Mm, you did, which didn't was you? very disappointing. Yes. And it's not, do you know what? It's not worked properly since. Right. It does the night. When an AirPod battery dies, right, it goes... Yeah, I get that. I hate that noise. Uh, well, it sounds like it's it sounds like it's crying because it's covered in piss. So that didn't work. Um, and also, crucially, that's a, it turns out, Dave, if you stand on a field in Cornwall, I'm trying to get 4G, then you really look like a London asshole. Yeah, really sure. Really big time. 
um, especially if you are also riding on a cow at the same time. It's not a good look. So I've come back. I've come back here, Dave, and I'm back on the Wi-Fi. It's not fibre optic, but we'll get through it. No, it's doing well, you know. I can hear you, which is all I really want. Exactly, exactly. Um, I've got a question for you, Tom. Yep. Big week for me and you this week. Tabloids Uh, aside. Yeah, go on. Um, Have you... Do you know um, what I'm going to ask you yet? I do know what you're going to ask me because you texted me at three minutes past midnight and woke me up. So, because of the clocks, because, <laughs> this is the biggest thing that happens in our collective life, Dave. God, this fucking, this weird professional marriage that we've got. So, um, when the clocks uh, shifted, they went back, didn't they? So, yeah. and they went back More at the sleep. beginning of... Yeah, they went back at the beginning of our holiday. So we found the kids going to sleep at just after seven and Beth and I going to bed at just before eight. And <laughs> I was going to say, I thought you were going to say you got a, a longer evening together, but no, you just also no. went to bed at eight o'clock. Well, there's nothing nothing more soporific than the noise of Cornish wind at the window and each other's company. Yeah. Nothing makes you more, oh Christ. Um, so we were going to, we, we basically have remained on the previous time whatever that was called british summertime i don't know um so we're a little bit jet lagged but uh, it's cool yeah yeah uh thank you uh then you woke me up at one minute past midnight sending me a text informing me that the new jack reacher book (laughs) is that what you were going to say yeah of course it is is. you you started it yet well no so so this is the so jack reacher dave and i are obsessed with him we've got lead child books everywhere um it's a fascinating story. This guy, Lee Child, he gets sacked by Granada TV. He's this, he's a broomie. He heads over to uh, America because he's a, he's obsessed with Americana and, and you know, the not the outback, that's Australia, but, you know, the middle bit of America. Uh, and he starts writing about this all-American hero. And he basically has now got to the stage where I think it's every seven seconds a Jack Reacher book. Every is nine that's seconds, I believe. Nine seconds, good, yeah. good. What, where's the Jack Reacher podcast, Dave? Is there a Jack Reacher? There must be a Jack Reacher Where podcast. Is there a Jack Reacher podcast? Because if there isn't, that's something we need to have a very serious discussion about. Yes, absolutely. I'll, I'll Google it while you carry on the story. Yeah, fire. <laughs> no, you, I can always see you tapping away anyway. Um, that's what This is what WhatsApp desktop was made for, this podcast, so you can just carry on with your admin. Um, so, uh, so yeah, Lee Charles had this amazing, amazing career. He's done something like 18 or 19 or maybe even more uh, Jack Reacher books always follows the same pattern really well written and also liked by lots of sort of pseudo intellectuals as well it's not just like airport fiction you get loads of uh, big brainy uh, members of the British academic establishment saying I bloody love Jack Reacher because it is just the most fantastic plotting and everything and then all of a sudden this year he announces that he's retiring he's bought a massive uh, 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 load of land in somewhere like Maine I think next door to his brother he bought this land he's basically bought land the same size as the UK between him and his brother in Maine and he was chatting to his brother and his brother said, his brother being a reasonably accomplished author said, I'll, I'll carry on the Jack Reacher franchise and Lee Child went yeah alright mate yeah. so how his, it works these so days. brother this year, this is the first one his brother is writing and Lee Child sort of peering over his shoulder every now and again, so this is the first year because he writes a Lee Child book every year in fact one year he wrote two Jack Reacher uh, book Oh, you're bored or tired. Bored yeah. or tired. <sighs> tired. Really? It's quite. There's a lot of. There's a lot of Lee Child chat. I wouldn't blame you for bored. I really no, no, no. Never bored of Lee Child chat. Okay. You just said um, um, ja- uh, a new Lee Child book every year, though. And, you know, a new Jack Reacher, but you've got well, exactly a new Jack Reacher book every year. Uh, so this is the first year since I think 2000 that he, or maybe before that, 97, 98. I think it was he did the first one. Um, anyway, his brother's done it. I have not yet read it, Dave, but I read a, t- a scathing review in this in oh, in a no. on the internets. The other day, I know I'm sorry to sort of hammer that 
that thing, you know, I've just done it. It's a hell of a roller coaster this last couple of minutes. Really build up to an exciting bit, and then the, yeah, apparently it's a bit old, bit of old cock the new one. Is it? That is sad, isn't it? I mean, what do you expect if you let your sibling take over your multi-billion-pound franchise? It's like a literary succession. You were, you know, it's talking a multi-billion-pound franchise. Would you let Sarah Crib uh, take over this podcast? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, she can have a go if she wants. She'd be very good, actually. I'd say, and this is no slight on your brothers, but I'd say if either of our siblings were going to take over, Sarah would be the best bet, wouldn't she? Well, you know, my brothers, we, there's three of us, three boys, yeah. and you can either have the Tory or the Christian. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just feel like either option does fundamentally change the vibe of the podcast quite a lot. It's, it's exciting, though, because it means you're only ever one, I'd say a, a four or five word sentence away from an all-encompassing row. Right. Well, that's true, actually. Yeah, that's a different kind of podcast, though, isn't it? Yeah. Whereas if Sarah Cribb took over my uh, side of it, it would just be an increase in percentage of dog chat, I'd say. So dog chat with Sarah Cribb, God chat with Guy Price, <laughs> and then starving kids chat with Toby Price. Oh, God. <laughs> Could happen, mate. Could happen. I've just Googled some Jack Creature reviews, actually. Oh, yeah, go on. Uh, the Independent, despite changes, Jack Reacher stays the good course. Oh, thank God. Oh, thank That's God. the headline. Oh. Um, Jack Reacher is still restless, but his creator has settled down. Oh, that's just a profile on Lee Child that doesn't yeah. actually say that. anything about the book. Anyway, I've read one review that doesn't say it's dog shit, so I'm going to read it. The end. Fine. Oh, mate, I'd read it even if, even if every single review said specifically, hello, Tom Price. The new Jack Reacher is dog shit. Yeah. Do not waste your time. I'd still read it. If yeah. a future me came back from the future, hey, mate, listen, you got, you're about to blow eight or nine hours, let's be honest, 12, 13 hours on the new Jack Reacher. Don't. I'd still read it anyway. That's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, I think I would as well, because I'd still want to know what it was like. Yeah. And, you know, there's the overarching story, of course, <laughs> where he ends up. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true there is there is no the start no of the next book would make no sense <laughs> unless you just read the first sentence where it tells mm-hmm. you where he is at the end it, it, exactly where exactly at the end he's at this point and at the beginning of the next book he's at a different point yeah, that is all you need to know oh it's so good anyway so uh, this ends tabloid and jack reacher reviews i'm gonna play the jingle now tom so don't talk well, thanks for the run-up thanks for the warning thanks for just when i do the jingles right I don't say I'm going to play the jingles now. I just think you need a bit of practice on that. Weirdly, I said it and you still talked over it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I, know. Like, I, I need I need some practice being at the other end. Yeah. Um, so give me the rundown of your holiday. Have you done any of the things we talked about last week? Right, right. Yeah. So um, we have done... I've kept the boys off screens, which I think I deserve a lot of applause and adulation for. Yeah, completely. Um, Oh, no, God, no, not no. an idiot. No, they've right. been on Minecraft for the last two hours. But that's the first time they've played Minecraft all week. That is impressive, to be fair. <laughs> not bad. So we've got, there's a wood right by this cottage, which we can uh, we can go in. And what's exciting this year is that the kids are now old enough. My youngest is now old enough to go in with his, his big brother looking after him, and we don't need to go in there with them. Oh, that's great. Uh, yeah, so soon, soon, but here's the thing, as soon as you get that moment of, oh, kids, off you fuck. All you do is stand on the doorstep going, you okay? Yeah. You okay? Mm. You okay? You're just like an absolute maniac. It's very hard to switch off the helicopter parenting instinct. 
No, I can imagine, yeah. I was thinking that, actually. There's like, that's the, that is the one downside of a dog is that the dog never gets to a stage where you can just be like, off you go, take yourself for a walk. Yeah. And that would be great, wouldn't it, if dogs could do that? Something I used to get really hung up on when Polly was a puppy. I used to think, it's such a shame that when she's a grown-up dog, I won't be able to tell her about what she was like as a puppy. Yeah, that is sad, isn't it? Sad. Remember when you used to shit on the floor? <laughs> exactly. Did I tell you what Polly, where Polly shat the other day? No. Oh, my God. I blame myself for bringing up Sorry, fe- mate. fecal matter here. But. <laughs> you know, you know it's going to be plenty of material there. I'm sure I told you about this. We decided to go to the woods one morning, and uh, we didn't take her for a little pre-car trip walk. We just sort of thoughtlessly all jumped in the car. And the car that we've got at the moment, which, as you know, as we've discussed before, is I've got this Tesla, but only for a few more days, then yeah. it's going back. And um, so she jumped in the in the uh, passenger footwell with Beth. So she literally sits sort of amongst Beth's feet. Very, very squashed, really. Right. And it's not ideal. Not ideal at all. And while she was sitting there squashed, as I pulled off to begin the drive, she went all cross-eyed and took a shit in the footwell of a Tesla. Oh, wow. Yeah. Better get yeah. that valeted before you send it back. Probably. Probably. I reckon I might do. Yeah. I mean, it's not still there, Dave. This was several oh. weeks ago. <laughs> it's not like I don't know how again. you live, Tom. Oh, the flies in this car. What is What is causing I don't know. I'm going to at least get one of those new magic smell things that hangs from the mirror. It's dreadful. <laughs> um, oh, that is, that is awful, isn't it? It's, it's a lo- I'd say it's a low point of my year, and there's been enough. There's been a lot of low points. Yeah, in 2020, that's saying something, isn't it? 20, yeah, exactly. But picking turds out of a, a really shiny new Tesla, that was that was bad. That was a, that was bad. That was a bad moment. It's a bad day. I've got a question for you. Yeah, go on. Where are your children right now? So they're playing a game. They're yeah. playing a game with their mother. Okay, because so I've could, just- we had. Yeah, it's just it's just struck me that this would this would have been the perfect opportunity to get rid of me Wilfred on. I could probably get him to riff one. Yeah, oh, even actually, yeah, yeah, even yeah. better be than a pre-prepared. Okay, so he'll be our guest. Let's get him on in a couple of minutes, shall we? Oh, hang on, Wilfred, come here a sec. Do you know it's how I, that's you can tell I'm a parent because that's how you that's how you have to shout your kid's name. Yeah. Really hit the second syllable hard. Don't hit the children. Hit the syllables. Come here, love. <laughs> Hi. So Wolf is just coming in. He's wearing his Super Mario T-shirt Great. and his pants. So I've got Dave is on here. Look, you have to put the headphone. Hang on, if I do that. Oh, Edmund's coming as well. Look, I've got thunder and lightning. Oh, um, great. So uh, Edmund, say, no, Wolf, don't push him away. Edmund, say hi. Hi. That one's hi. Edmund there. Um, and then Wolf would say hi. Hello. Hey, Wilfred. Very, very professional there. Wilfred reading very. into the microphone. Um, so I'm talking to Dave. I'm doing that podcast. Look, uh, Wilfred, can you put your ear next to there and you can hear Dave? So... Um, uh, Wilfred, could you? What are the chances, right, as we stand here now? Edmund, don't pull that out of there. That's the USB holding this whole house of cards together. <laughs> His hands are drawn straight to the pin of the grenade there. Oh, wow. Um, uh, Wilfred, could you, could you riff us a riddle? Could you come up with a riddle? You can go off and think of one for two minutes if you want to. Uh, I, uh, I got one. You got one? Oh, wow. Great. Nice. Uh, Edmund, super. hang on. That's Edmund. Edmund, go on. Go on. You can knock the microphone if you want to have a quick. Yeah, that's a five-year-old's fingers knocking the microphone. And then there we are, that's the eight-year-old's fingers knocking the microphone because his brother did it. Okay. All right, uh, Edmund, don't pull that, love. Honestly, if you pull that, the whole thing falls down. Okay, so really glad you... I'm sweating now, Dave. Just yeah, I can tell, it. yeah. It's a Wilfred's lot going on that end, isn't there? Okay, so Wilfred, can you do us a riddle? Uh, okay. Uh, 
one day there was this old man mm-hmm. and he won the lottery. Right. Uh, so, uh, so he bought a mansion and a Lamborghini and a maid, a cook and a gardener. And one day the man died. Oh. And uh, it could have been the, the, the maid, mm-hmm. the cook or mm-hmm. the gardener. The gardener was planting some seeds, was planting seeds with his hook. Right. And the cook and the cook was uh, baking dinner for the old man, and the maid was uh, was cleaning was uh, was cleaning the living room. Who who? Uh, so then, who killed him? Okay, so so he died, mm-hmm. and we have yeah. to work out we have to work out which one of those three did it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he won the lottery. So he's rich. Yeah, it's a bit of an Alanis Morissette scenario. Oh, I forgot to tell you something. Oh, go on. The old man was watching TV. <gasps> he was watching TV? Interesting. Do, do we have more information about the old man? I don't, I don't know. Um, it sounds familiar. Yeah, it might be. Um, okay, Edmund, don't touch that. I'm going to go with the, the maid. I'm going to go with the maid because I'm going to say yeah. that she cleaned the TV but put, left too much water on the TV, and then he 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 went to press the TV to switch it off and got an electric shock and died. That's my guess. Do you want to tell? Do you want, do you want to tell me if that's right or not? Come into the microphone to tell me. I'm very sorry, <sighs> but it's right. It's right. No, it isn't what happened, but it is right. It isn't what happened, but it is right. Yeah. Oh well, hang on. Does well, they, more they, on that, please. More on that, yeah. please. Go, go on then. So, uh, so, so, uh, so the old man was watching TV, and uh, the old man. I said, I was watching TV. You normally get a TV in their living room. Mm-hmm. And then I said, um, the maid was cleaning the living room. So when he was watching TV, the maid came in and just killed him. Oh. I mean, it's the old man. He's weak. So, but I feel bad for Dave. He doesn't get to have a guest, though. Well, I mean, I know the answer now. So that's fine. That's that's, that's satisfactory I in its own way, isn't one. it? You got another one, Dave? Great. Yes, yes, please. Uh, well, why don't you go off and think of one and come back yeah, in a minute? Yeah. All right, Edmund, you can say bye to Dave. Bye. Bye, Edmund. Oh, just he just waved at the microphone. Oh, that's very adorable, isn't oh. it? Um, <sighs> I'm going to play a jingle, Tom, and then I've got some questions. Hey, can I just go and yeah, yeah? It's been a long week. Hello, I'm Justin, and I'm Lucy, and together we are the hosts of Plenty Questions. It's a very straightforward general knowledge quiz. We ask you twenty questions, one after the other, five second gap in between, and you shout the answers out. And then you tweet us to let us know how you've got on. See so if you can get 20 out of 20. No one has so far, but that's because we haven't started doing it yet. Mm, but we will. Uh, and there's also going to be some fiendish brain teasers. So join us for Plenty of Questions. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, so as it stands, what Wilfred's gone off to think of a second. He's gone go to think of another one, yeah. Can we just uh, sort of yeah. match of the day, post-match analysis type debrief that first yeah. riddle? What the fuck was that? Yeah. <laughs> that- so there's an old man that won the lottery and was watching TV. And the riddle question was, who killed him, the cook, the maid, or the gardener? Yeah, so what's happened, all right? Just to take you through what's happened here. Sounds like a previous one where someone was blind. Uh, Yeah, well, you know what, Dave? You can can start repeating yourself. It's much like House with Hugh Laurie. (laughs) Old Simpsons, famously. Yeah, well, there you go. I'll tell you what's happened. He came up with one a couple of weeks ago, which he's tried to do and he's failed, right? And the, 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 the... the riddle was the old man dies, uh, and there was the maid doing this, the garden doing this, and the and the whatever it was doing that. So how did he die? So then me and his mother spent ages going who coming up with different scenarios for who murdered him. And then he said, rather brilliantly, I thought, no, the old man died. He just died of natural causes because he was old. Ah oh, but he foofed up, classic price style. He let his mouth run wild and he said, didn't he? which one killed him and i saw his eyes go a little bit cross-eyed when he said that because oh, he realized he'd done it he'd, he'd, he'd... Yeah, well, hello he's back all right so the rid- riddler is back for uh the second riddle of the morning um so uh hang on come here Wilfredo. right um so dave have you got your piano hello, hello, hello. oh he's getting a bit cocky um have you got your piano dave uh, I don't actually at the moment. Oh, Sorry. Okay, fine, fine, fine. All right. So, uh, Wilfred, are you ready for riddle two? Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Okay. So, uh, so one day there was this old man, and he was uh, he was reading. He was reading this book. Right. He was reading a really good Tom Gates book, and yeah. uh, he was reading a really good Tom Gates book. And then suddenly, somebody stabbed him in the heart, and he died. <laughs> so there were three suspects that could have done it. One of them was, uh, well, two of them were two people, uh, two people at the uh, at the library were just looking for some books, and also the shopkeeper could have done it. So uh, the investigator, uh, the investigator, uh, came round uh, and just threw really quickly the Tom Gates book uh, back into its pile. So and so, the first person at the library, what they did, uh, was. Uh, they were uh, they were taking they were taking another Tom Gates book. Mm. The sec the second one was uh, uh, was uh, walking out the shop, right. and the shop the, uh, the shopkeeper was looking at, at how much money he'd got. Right. Which one killed? Which one killed? Uh, which one killed the old man? Wow, a lot of old men dying today. Aren't there? A lot of old men dying today. Um, so the old man was he was in the library. Yeah. When he was stabbed. Okay, yeah. with is, the knife. Is the shopkeeper yeah. the librarian, or is it a separate shop? What's the shopkeeper doing there? The shopkeeper, oh, he's looking at his money. The shopkeeper was in. The, he'd gone to the library to look at his money. All right, that's what shopkeepers do on the lunch breaks. <laughs> I'm just going to nip down the library, have a little audit. No, 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 no Tom, he didn't say count the money. He just had a look at it. Just having a look at it. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, there's no going to just looking. <laughs> okay, okay. So, okay, okay. So, sorry, sorry, Wilfred. I know you know it's frustrating for us to keep asking you these questions, but we've got to be absolutely clear on this before we yeah. accuse someone and send them to prison. So many questions. Um, so, the shopkeeper was in the library, and then there was two people who got the Tom Gates book out, 
Is that right? Two what? different Tom Gates books. Two, two different Tom Gates books have been got out. Yeah. Who's yeah, Tom Gates? Tom Gates. Tom Gates is just a great. It's like it's like Jack Reacher, but for ten year olds. Stabbed in the heart by the the shopkeeper because he was also working on the side for the butcher, mm. and he needed some extra hearts to sell that day. <sighs> It's not vegan friendly at all for this podcast. Oh, okay, is this a vegan podcast? I didn't. Oh yeah, oh. mate. That, oh, sorry, mate. That was in the. Um. Okay. So right, was I'm going to go. Shopkeeper. Was it Dave's going to say? Was it the shopkeeper? Wilfred, was it the shopkeeper? Wrong. Wrong, Dave. Wrong, mate. R O N G. When you're just looking at money, it's hard to break focus to stab an eye in the heart, isn't it? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, I'm going to go with one of the people who, the second person who got the Tom Gates book out. Why? Because it wasn't the one they wanted. The first, the first Tom Gates book was the one they wanted. They didn't get it, and they were so furious they went on a killing spree and they killed an old man dead. Wrong. Oh, come on. Remind me what the third person was doing, Wilfred. Who, what was the third person doing? Walking out the shop. Well, who was it then? It was just one of the book, one of the book people. Go in close to the microphone, say that. Uh, it was just one of the people that were getting the book. They got their book and they went home. Right. <laughs> okay. But hang on. Why did they stab him? What? Why did they stab him? What do you mean, why did they stab him? Why did they kill him? That, that wasn't the one that killed him. Oh, right. Okay, so who did kill him? The suspect. The suspect? No, not the suspect. The, the investigator killed him. The, the investigator, investigator killed him. Twist. Whoa, I did not see that coming. Did I tell you how? Go on. He didn't Get even, close to the microphone. He he didn't he, he didn't even uh, look where he's supposed to put his Tom Gates book. He just threw it in really quickly. So normally if I was there, yeah. then I would try and find the Tom Gates book and try and find where it go, but he just threw it in. Because he was there for other reasons. Yeah, because he was there for other reasons. To kill... To kill him. <sighs> wow. Wilfred, that was brilliant. Dave, do you have any final words to Wilfred before he goes and puts some trousers on so we can go to the playground? No, I think that's I think that's absolutely narratively wrapped yeah. up with no... I can't think yeah. of any further questions I would ask about that storyline. No, I mean, if there were forums of people discussing this podcast, they'd be dead right now. There'd be nothing there because there's nothing to discuss. But they'd, yeah? just, they'd just be like, yeah, well, that all makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, perfect. Total perfect. sense. Stick a bow on it. Um, That was brilliant. Is that a good one? Yeah. Well done, good boy. Um, go put some. Go and get ready. Can you tell your brother to get ready because we're going to go to the playground in a minute. Close the door, Dan. Close the door. Come back. Close the door. Close the door. Just close the door so I can say to Dave, "What the fuck is that? <laughs> what what just happened?" Um, what I would suggest is that. <sighs> do I need to, come on? Do I need to get a child psychologist? Yeah, I was hundred percent. I was about to say I didn't know how to say that delicately. <laughs> Not only because all the people just. Uh, it's all murdering old men for a start so don't get too old very quickly mate that's what I'd say and don't oh. get to a library yeah yeah oh god yeah library because he yeah he hates the fact that I'm always looking at books you know and his mum's his mum writes books yes um <laughs> I've, I've st- again I've not quite followed the logic of the man that comes in oh the no. investigator comes in and throws a book at something <laughs> And then okay. stabs them in the heart. Here's the challenge, yeah. dear, twi- dear Twitter followers. It is over to you now. Can somebody please write down a a clear narrative transcript of the story that Riddle Me Wilfred just did? So the shopkeeper who was there just looking at his money in the library. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 the person who was also getting a Tom Gates book out. Sure. 
there's the person that was just leaving the library feels very <laughs> incidental. <laughs> just, a, just an extra there in the in the grand scheme. The, the an TV incidental version. element in that yeah. in that story. I don't think so. And then the investigator who we only got to right at the end who threw a Tom Gates book at a pile of books and that was the key to the whole thing. That's 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 what that's my understanding of it. <sighs> But I would like I'm someone gra- to write up a short yeah. story version of it that makes narrative sense. Or if they don't want to write up a short story, and this might be an overreach, I don't know what talent is out there listening, an illustrated version of the story would be great. Just a quick... That's loads much... Come on. Loads more work than what yeah, we've asked for. It would be, I know it is, I know. But you never know, David. You've always got to ask. Because imagine how happy he would be if I could hand him a little drawing of his mad story. Do you I know mean, what, mate? I'll be perfectly honest with you. If you handed him a hand-drawn version of that story this time next week, he won't remember telling that story. If I got asked him to come back in now <laughs> yeah. and say, can you tell the story again? He'd look blankly at me and go, what story? What's that microphone doing there? Who are you? <laughs> I'm raising a goldfish. <laughs> Um, it was, oh, I mean, the, the, it was, in fairness, the narrative device of the twist being the policeman. Yeah, uh, but you know why that is? Because we are currently, this become a daily ritual of our holiday. We all settle down in front of, it's gorgeous. We all settle down in front of the fire at quarter past seven every night, you know, nearly bedtime for all of us. And we watch an episode of Death in Paradise, series one with Ben Miller, who is magnificent. It's so good. It's so tightly scripted. The, uh, the, if you like whodunits, it's just glorious right it's glorious and in the first uh, episode no spoilers but massive spoiler it's one of the police people that what done it so in in what in, in the first episode, uh, in the first of, episode sorry. of um, death in paradise yeah 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 so that's i think you know that's his influence but let's not dwell on his influence that is for future academics to talk about when they study him right as he will be studied <laughs> It will be an interesting experiment to get... Can you maybe get Wilfred to record some riddles? So I know he's going to be back at school next week, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Over the week, just get him to record, say, 10 riddles. Just at any point, put your phone on and go, give me a riddle now. Okay, And I'd yeah. be interested to see what percentage of them were about uh, uh, someone dying. So, hang on. So do you want me to do this in order for you to do COD child psychology on my spawn? No, no, no I don't, I'm not going to do the psychology. Or do you want to actually solve the riddles? I'm just doing the stats. but And also, yeah, I'd love to solve the riddles as well, mate. Yeah, I'm not an idiot. I love a whodunit. Of course, just to give you a heads up here. But, and Dave, if you love a whodunit, get on Death in Paradise, ass up. Okay. Eight series of absolute joy. Honestly, the first series is so tightly written. I love it. Um, uh, here's, the, here's the big twist, Dave. Yep. Wilfred, he's not even the weird one. Oh, really? He's not even the weird Edmund's the weird one. So, pff, I don't know what to tell you, mate. I don't know what to tell you. That, what you've just heard, is normal yeah. by the standards of our house. Yeah, well, this is worrying in itself, isn't it? But that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Um, now listen, the other thing before we go, and I'm sort of, I'm feeling breaths. You know, you start to wrap up, wrap up a podcast by doing some big breaths. Yeah. It's, okay. So, yeah. 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 Um, so we want people to, uh, to obviously illustrate Wilfred's riddle. That's the first priority, if they're good. <laughs> but also, um, we are still asking uh, for people, A, to join us for our Christmas lunch. We're going to do a Christmas lunch. John in Peebles, absolutely on, mate. Up for it. Yeah, there's a few people have been on already. I don't, are we limiting it to a certain number of people? What's the, how does a Christmas lunch work um i don't think so no i don't think no. this rule of six can go itself can't it mate we can do it oh, so uh, i fine. think i think paul's on as well paul and cov so we've got paul and john it would be nice if they were not just men sitting around our table at um because that's a bit like having sort of christmas lunch in prison really so <laughs> if we could if we could expand it that would be ideal and uh let us know if you'd like to join us for our zoom christmas lunch which will be broadcast as a podcast so that's one thing secondly Secondly, and we're, we're piling up the business here, Dave. Yeah. 
um, it's very important to let us know your weird food indulgences. So the jam and cheese, whatever it is, so we can make a menu for John O'Sullivan to come along and eat them and tell us what he thought of them. Yes, we do need to get him back on to do that at some point, don't we? Yeah, so that needs to happen. Uh, Tom has been on. Um, I've gone for both ketchup and brown sauce on a fried breakfast. Oh, that's fine. Mm. That's fine. Let's not get. That's mm. not mad. Going red and brown. Mm. Yeah, but what you're doing there is like this is what I mean is that that they are both acceptable options. Yeah, I mean if he just said I have both marmite and jelly, uh, strawberry jelly on my fried breakfast, yeah. I'd be like that's that's weird, isn't it? I think there's some vinegar greed going on there. If you're going both ketchup and brown, I think you are you are making you there's a vinegar overreach underway right. there. So that's just that's just what I think, Dave. But if that's what Tom wants to do, he's got every right to do it. You know, every right to do it. Guess how much I paid for a tomato ketchup sachet in a fish and chip shop in Padstow the other day? Uh if it's more than ten P you've been stitched up. Forty five P. Fuck off. Fuck no. Anyone that charges for sauce can do one in my head. I get very Uh, angry about the sauce selling situations, don't I? We've been in canteens together before. I've got very angry. The BBC Wales one's one of the absolute top offenders in this this sense. And I think they're 30p a sachet. 30p I don't mind telling you, Tom. I steal some. I steal some. Well, I'll tell you what, I could quite right do, and I'm going to sell that story to the Daily Mail, because that is a reason to get angry. It's it's ridiculous. People charging for condiments, unless it's a supermarket charging you to buy a bottle of condiments to take home, which is a reasonable part of food commerce, charging you (laughs) extra... Imagine the the UK law was that nobody's allowed to charge for sauce. Yeah. Heinz, no, sorry, lads, just give it away for free in a bottle. I would outlaw charging extra for condiments in restaurants, right, before I outlawed things like arson. I really would. It's It really bothers me. Yeah, really it's one of the worst me. things in the world, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, Dave, is everything uh, everything all right with you? <laughs> oh, I'm out of time. <laughs> run out of time. All the best. Bye. Cabin FE837 very loud, that wasn't it? I mean, oh. oh, you're talking over it now. Oh, help me. Some, it was a very uh, Tom Price centric episode. I do apologize. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.